You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's a great football team with a lot of moral fiber and a lot of character, and they showed it. Shout a Buffalo football podcast hosted by Matt Perino and Ryan Talbot. No place else you'd rather be than right here, right now. When it's too tough for them, it's just right. Presented by Syracuse.com and NYUP.com. The Bills make me wanna. What is up, Bills Mafia? Welcome into another episode of Shout Football Podcast covering your Buffalo Bills. This is an awesome episode. We really enjoyed it. Ryan Talbot and myself enjoyed taping about a 35-minute interview with Buffalo Bills cornerback Cam Lewis and University of Buffalo running back Jarrett Patterson. They played together at UB, and we wanted to get the band back together a little bit. Obviously, you know, if you listen to this show at all, I'm a huge UB alum stan, and uh, definitely have a little bias for my UB guys, but this was a fun conversation to get into, you know, what this offseason has looked like for both of them. University of Buffalo is back on campus. Their football team is back on campus, and they're going through some uh, some COVID precautions as they deal with uh, a, a very turbulent offseason where you know teams are getting together and, and trying to figure out the best way to go about this thing as they try to prepare for the 2020 season. And we talked to Jared about that. We talked to Cam about his offseason and you know where he's at heading into year two as he competes for a roster spot on a you know for a Bills team that you know made a few changes at the cornerback position, brought in Josh Norman, re-signed uh, EJ Gaines, and obviously Levi Wallace still in the mix with Tredavious White. And, uh, but, you know, Cam Lewis is a guy that, you know, suffered an injury last year during training camp and, you know, spent the year on the practice squad. And so we talked to him about what that was like and uh, get into a, a whole host of, of, of different topics with the two of them, look back on, on some of their uh, memorable times at UB, and uh, it's a fun conversation, so we hope you enjoy it. Um, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you're getting it. We're on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, uh, obviously on YouTube where we have our live show every Wednesday night. And that is also something I wanted to uh, preview a little bit. We are going to have a live show this Wednesday night. Uh, initially, it was going to be Cam and Jarrett, uh, a tape podcast, and that was going to be our one for the week. But we decided with the Cam Newton news, uh, the Patriots signed Cam Newton to a one-year deal, the former Carolina Panthers quarterback. We decided to have a live show Wednesday night, 
8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time devoted just to Cam Newton and the impact that the signing uh, to the Patriots has on not only the Bills, the AFC East. So wherever you're getting this, like I said, any podcast network, please subscribe, leave a review if you liked it, leave a rating, and uh, we really appreciate it because we're trying to grow this, uh, this thing. We're, we're pushing along through the, through the offseason and the dull time of the offseason because we want, we want to bring you as many interviews as we can. We have a really fun guest uh, next week that uh, we're looking forward to as well for the live show on Wednesday. We've got a lot of things happening at Shout uh, a Football Podcast and the Buffalo Bills. So uh, thank you for your support. And now here is our interview with Bills cornerback Cam Lewis and University of Buffalo running back Jarrett Patterson. What is up, Bills Mafia? Matt Perino here for another episode of Shout, a football podcast covering the Buffalo Bills. I'm your host, Matt Perino. He is my co-host, Ryan Talbot, and we have a very special show today. So a little background here. I mean, you, you'll see this hat almost all the episodes. I, I, I'm a very biased, uh, horns up, UB Bulls <laughs> alumni covering the Buffalo Bills. So I stand a little bit for my guys back at, uh, at UB, my Bulls. Uh, Jarrett Patterson, running back for the Buffalo Bulls, is joining us today. And his former teammate, now a Buffalo Bill, cornerback Cam Lewis. My guys, how are you guys today? Pretty good. Yeah. How you guys doing? Good. We're great. We're great. And um, I think that this is – it's fun for me personally because, obviously, the UB connection. But I think it's also fun for um, – which is mute, Nicole here. It's also fun for you two because before Cam ever got to the Bills, I remember talking to Jarrett. Uh, I think it was right after the draft. He's like, you guys better get ready, man. You guys are getting a beast over there. And so your relationship, if you guys could talk a little bit about your time together at UB and, and your friendship. I mean, man, I came in, you know, uh, as a freshman, you know, uh, and just looking – Looking, you know, to guys, you know, to follow, you know, to to go about things the right way, you know, and and C. Lou was one of those guys, you know, uh, you know, definitely a hard worker, a competitor, you know, and a warrior, you know. Every time, you know, I I go back to the field, you see him doing his little DB work and stuff like that, and that's someone, you know, I just I just you know grab gravitated to and wanted wanted to to compete with, you know, because he definitely he definitely a a, a competitor man and and yeah that builds. Definitely got got a good one. Yeah, so uh, Jared, I remember the first time I seen Jared, man, he came up for a visit. And, uh, you know, we, you know, we had, you know, smaller backs, you know, as in Brandon Oliver and stuff like that. So that's when it, he kind of re, uh, reminded me of him. And, um, yeah, just seeing him play and uh, uh, when we had uh, camp, man, he was tearing that shit up, man. He was uh, <laughs> juking guys, you know. Uh, making it, making it tough on our defense, which which really helped us, you know, trying to prepare for that season. And uh, once I knew it, once I seen him in, uh, you know, training camp uh, with the pads on and stuff like that, I was like, yeah, he's going to be the goods. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm just happy to see um, how far he came so far. You know, you know, he's still got a long way to go. But uh, just putting UB on the map, especially in that re- uh, running attack, him and uh, Kevin Marks, that, that good uh, two-back duo, uh, just putting that – the UB run game on the map, man, and I'm proud of it. You know, Cam, you're from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, Jarrett, you're from Glendale, Maryland. So what led both of you to picking UB? Uh, for me, uh, man, it was it was 
uh, it wasn't that close to home, you know. Um, through Canada is about three, four hour drive, and then through, uh, throughout the states, you have it's like six. So it wasn't that it wasn't that far, and it wasn't um, it wasn't too close. You know, I had a lot of Mac offers from Toledo, um, Western Michigan, Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, all those type of guys, and I didn't want to you know stay too home. So uh, once I got to UB, seeing the campus, it was a nice sun, summer day. Went out there for a camp, man. The sun shining, you know. You got the lakes there. I'm like, yeah, this this is this is a place where I wanted to be. And uh, you know, I actually committed with Jeff Quinn. You know, he was a real cool guy. But and then you know, he ended up getting fired. And then Coach Lipo, you know, came down and visited me a couple times. And Coach Simpson, a real cool guy, and I'm real real uh, cool with to this day. Uh, really just sold me on just staying there and uh, building something up from from the bottom. Yeah, uh, just for me, you know. Uh... In high school, the recruiting process was slow, you know, and I wanted to go to school with my uh, my brother, uh, James Patterson, uh, play linebacker on the team, you know, and, and he had, you know, uh, way bigger offers than, than I did. You know, I had like Maine, Robert Morris, you know, you know, stuff like that. But I knew I could play, you know, at the FBS level. And then, you know, Buffalo offered him, you know, my sophomore year, they kind of waited, you know, for me. Probably, uh, probably I want to say going into my senior year, I got I got that UB offer, and just hearing stuff, you know, from from one of my former coaches, Coach Justin Winters. He he went to also he went to UB, you know, in the OA season when they won a MAC championship, you know, and then you know he introduced me to like guys like James Starks, Brandon Oliver, Khalil Mack, and just seeing you know how just watching you know inside out watching the program, I felt they was on a rise, you know, and, and it was somewhere I wanted to, I wanted to be. That's great. And yeah, Justin Winters, I mean, taking me back to my college days, that, that was when <laughs> I was covering uh, the team back when Drew Willie was hitting my guy yeah. named Roosevelt. Uh, th- those, were the, those were the days. Uh, but it's amazing because the program has really evolved so much over the years. And it's been all of these individual contributions, you know, not only from, you know, all of these players, but different coaches. I mean, now when you tell people that you play at Buffalo, that you played at Buffalo, it kind of carries a different weight, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, I definitely feel that way, you know. Um, and just coming in, you know, seeing guys like C. Lou, you know, K.J. Osborne, Tyree Jackson, uh, you know, Anthony Johnson, Khalil Hodge, you know, guys, guys, you know, Chuck Harris, the list goes on and on. Just seeing how those guys, you know, set the standard, and paved the way for guys like us just to, you know, keep it going and keep the program in the right direction, man. We, took, we, we really take pride in that, you know, and, in, 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 uh, you know, putting, putting UB on the map. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I'm proud of it, most definitely, you know, because we came in, it was a little rocky, uh, you know, Lipo being his first season, which he didn't really do bad. We actually did pretty good. Uh, we was like two games, well, I said a game or two away from being bowl eligible that year. Then our second year, that was our little down year, that two and ten season. So um, we was there for the, the ups and downs, you know. Uh, and I, you know, I'm just glad to be a part of it. And it does kind of hold a little weight now, you know, since I'm in the, the the Bills locker room now. You know, a lot of guys, you know, talk about their college teams, and it, uh, a lot of people don't try to give respect to the, uh, you know, to the Bills, uh, the the Bulls. My bad. Buffalo. <laughs> it's tough. And uh, it, it just kind of tickles. It just kind of tickles me, you know, because you got some um, um, some lower guys, D one double A guys, you know, talking about they can beat us and and stuff like that. You know, I I wish we could, you know, play on one one of these times, but you know that that's past. But uh, yeah, we just we just continue to prove ourselves.
and that's just the uh, the big thing, you know, being consistent and, and producing guys to the next level is, is, is the biggest thing that we can do. So, Jared, are you guys are you guys back on campus now? Are you in Buffalo? Yeah, we're back on campus, you know, doing like the uh, little involuntary workouts and small groups and, and right now. And it's really it's really going good. They got, a you know, a, a good plan. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of strict. But it's for the best, you know, and, and, and it's going it's going well. I can't really complain, you know, how, how, how it's been so far. Mm-hmm. And how has it been? I mean, it's weird. It's a little bit different for you guys because you guys, it's, it's summer. Like, you know, football season kind of happened last year and it happened to the, the end of the line. And this kind of all happened after the fact. So there wasn't really any big period of time where you guys weren't together. But what has this whole process been like? For both of you, we'll start with Jarrett, just kind of dealing with the workout aspect of it and, and then getting back around everybody and the kind of the, the tiptoeing that you have to do because of the, the times that we're living in. Yeah, it's, it's huge, man. You know, summer is a time, you know, where, where the team comes together, you know, that, that camaraderie, you know, and, 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 you know, they got us in like little groups, you know, and, and, and of eight, you know, you can't really be around a lot of guys and stuff like that. You know, but 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 for us, you know, we kind of you know attack it, attack each and every day to just get better. You know what I'm saying? And you know, to just really think think about the positive side of things. You know, we get to work out. You know, we're not back at home. You know, not, you know, not wondering we're, we're getting closer. You know, if we do the right things to having a season this fall and just really being prepared. You know, when that time comes. You know, when 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 it's time to hit the ground running, we're ready to go. Yeah, uh, for me, and it's this has been kind of crazy because you know. Uh, you know, after my first year of being in the NFL, it's just not like college. You know, you come back to school, you back uh, weight training, you know, with the, with the team and stuff like that and getting ready for spring ball. But now uh, that offseason comes right after the season where you just have really two months, two and a half months of doing like nothing. You have no obligations, nothing like that. So it, it was kind of a little, little tricky for me at first, but um, took like a two weeks off and then got right back into it. And, uh, you know, I was I was ready for, um, you know, OTAs and minicamp, you know, to go and to be a part of it, you know, get back with the guys, you know, uh, looking for the next season, you know, especially after we, you know, lost that wild card to the Texans. You know, we had that chip on our shoulders that we want we want to uh, earn some more. And, um, you know, with this COVID, man, it just kind of took a little detour, like a big detour, man. It was just like, uh, yeah, I've been working, you know, this offseason, man. Now I'm ready, looking ready to get back with the guys, and then put, they put us all on that. So it was like back to the same thing over and over again. And then you just got to – it was just kind of hard for me at first to, you know, really stay motivated. I didn't really want to go, uh, you know, to different places and stuff like that because, you know, it's, uh, it's possible to catch the COVID. And, and a lot of places, especially in Michigan, I had really close friends uh, pass due to it. You know, I was not trying to do anything that you know, get me affected. So – uh, yeah, I just started working out at home. You know, I just kind of built like a little home gym on my, my patio with bike, uh, bands, little weights and stuff like that. And, and I was just attacking it, you know, three, four times a day, just trying to get in tip top shape and getting ready for the season. Because, you know, coaches after our virtual OTAs, man, it was like as soon as training camp come, we're treating it like we've been here all, all year. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they're ready to go and we got a season prepared for. So you have to be ready. And for you, Cam, um, you know, I feel like football, team sports in general, but football is really cool in the sense that I feel like it really fosters a mental toughness. 
You know what I mean? Like just in the way that, you know, coaches relationships with players and the way that players motivate each other. I think that it just, you come out of, you know, being a part of it as just a stronger, mentally stronger person. And for you, you mentioned like dealing with, you know, folks back home, having it, your mother had it right. I mean, yeah. how, that had to be like, man, this is, you know, you, you got to deal with your off season stuff, second year uh, in the NFL, but you know, family stuff too. I mean, that's got to weigh on you. Yeah, it, it did at first, but you know, my mom's a strong woman and you know, she always telling me, don't worry about me. Just go after whatever you're going after and do it a hundred percent. So, uh, you know, you know, I still think about her in the back of my mind when I was training, but, you know, I know God was watching over, you know, through, throughout the process, through the whole quarantine process. And then, you know, um, just trying to put on for for the family. Yeah, I'm trying to do this for her as well as my dad. You know, they gave us uh, so many opportunities, you know, to play these sports. So why not do it at the highest level for them? Mm-hmm. I'm going to get to Jarrett's 2019 season in a second, but Cam – Take me back to training camp last year and, and, you know, preseason, you know, getting reps at the start, you know, was hard work. I mean, you were, you were working your way literally from the bottom, you know, to get yourself in the mix. And then all of a sudden you're chipping away at it, chipping away at it. And you finally do get a crack and you really start making the most of your opportunity. I, I tell anybody that wants to listen that I thought that you were playing as well as anybody in the secondary when you got hurt last year. So what was that like mentally too? to then get to a point where, okay, I'm playing really well. I'm starting to, you know, get comfortable and find myself here at the next level. And then just like that, it's taken away from you with an injury. Man, it was tough. It was really tough, man. And, and just that concussion, I think back to it, uh, some of my family came came to that game down in at Carolina. And I don't remember talking to them after the game. That's how, how uh, severe the concussion was, man. And uh, just me sitting back and uh, – Thinking about it again, it was it was kind of hard to know. I felt like it was kind of over for me at that point. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, undrafted, you have to earn everything in this league, especially as an undrafted guy. And um, I felt like I was doing that. You know, I was being consistent and I was making plays when I had uh, the chance to make plays. And uh, once I got injured, I felt like it was, it was just over. I was like, dang, I can't. I don't have another chance at it. Like, I, I wasn't able to play the last two preseason games. Like, even if the Bills wasn't an option, I don't have enough film, you know, to, you know, go anywhere else. So, it's like, yeah, it, it took a little um, it took a little toll on me at first. But, you know, talking to my mom again, <laughs> talking to my dad, you know, all my close friends, family. And then um, I talked to Levi as well. Levi helped me throughout the process of my first year. And, you know, um, really, yeah, throughout my first year, everything man as soon as I came in you know I wasn't getting no reps and walkthroughs or anything like that and Levi I talked to Levi because I was I was kind of getting like very 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 frustrated like man it brought me here like why why can't I get these reps out of this out of that and he was like man you just gotta uh, learn the playbook and then once you get your reps make the most of it and make the most of it you uh you make more uh play when you get out there or they're gonna give you some more plays you make some more plays they're gonna give you some more reps so it was like that's the mindset I, I had going into it. And then just seeing the the hard work that he put in to where he is, you know, you know, last season and the season before where he started the last seven, and then really started these hoes um sixteen. Um it really showed me that okay, you just have to stay the course. So that's what I I really took that mindset after, especially after the injury, that I just gotta stay the course. And this is my plan. This is what God put me in. So I, I just gotta rock it out. 
Speaking of mentality, that's a great transition point uh, to Jared. I've been wanting to – getting ready for this week, I've obviously covering the Bills. I don't get to watch as much in-depth film on the Bulls as I used to, but I got a chance this last week to really dive into your stuff, man, and you were just so fun to watch carry the football. And mindset-wise, I wanted to ask you about this. First of all, if you don't know, 2008 all-purpose yards in 2019 probably should have been Mac Player of the Year, but we'll get to that later on. You run with this physicality that, you know, I think you see in a lot of smaller backs at the next level. Where does that come from? Um, I think just having that that underdog mentality, you know, uh, you know, people just, just used to tell me, oh, yeah, he's too small, you know, to play running back, you know, and, and guys probably think, you know, it's probably easier to talk, tackle a smaller back and stuff like that. And really, man, uh, I just I, I want to be the best. You know, and, and, and every time I step on the field, whether it's practice, whether it's training, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to show, like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the best. You know, I'm, I'm a competitor. You know, just like, you know, C. Lou, that's why I can, I can gravitate to him, you know. And really, uh, I, I, won't, I, won't, I'm, I won't stop until, until I'm considered one of the best, you know. In, again, a great transition. Speaking of one of the best, Barry Sanders recently gave you a shout-out on Twitter. <laughs> How surreal is it having one of the greatest, if not the greatest running back of all time in terms of elusiveness and making people miss? How, how surreal is that for you to have him, one, give you a shout out, but two, to know that he's watched your film and he sees how talented of a back that you are? And it, it was it an was, uh, honor. You know, you know he's, he's, he's one of the greatest, you know, to play, play the runner back, runner back position. You know, he's a Hall of Famer, you know, and, and just, 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 just seeing stuff like that, you know, makes me even more motivated, you know, to, to get, to get, you know, trying to get to where he is, you know, and, and just stuff like that. And that really, that really just gave me more motivation. You know, going into this thing and I've, you know, read some clips and, you know, your, your quotes are, are right in line with the, you know, the program that you're a part of. And, you know, when you're asked about you, usually you start talking about we, and, you know, what's going on with the team and what you can accomplish as a team and a unit, because that's, I think, you know, especially casual fans, I think that's something that gets lost in translation in the fantasy football era and all that kind of stuff. I mean, when you're, when you're a part of a team, I mean, you're playing for, for other guys, coaches, players, support staff. But, you know, it's hard not to hear some of the outside noise right now, especially with you when you got guys like Reggie Bush, Barry Sanders talking about your game and, and ranking you amongst the, league, the nation's best running backs. When you start hearing some of that Heisman buzz, how do you tune that out? How does that not ratchet up the pressure pressure on you? Uh, you know, for me, I think it's kind of I have an advantage, you know, because I've never been the five-star type guy. You know what I'm saying? I always had to work for everything I have, and, and I know I, ha- I still have a lot of work to do. You know, I, the, the job isn't finished. You know, I, I, we have goals. We want to get back to Detroit and win a match championship and get to another bowl game. And, 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 and we won't do that. I, will, I won't stop. We won't do that until the job is done. And I know I still, you know, I got to keep working because, you know what I'm saying, you can never be satisfied with your performance. I'm going to turn the program over to, to the both of you for a few minutes here. And my question is simple. And I'll let you, just let you guys riff. The last time you were together, I mean, it was a very special season for UB. But it was a disappointing end of that season. Take me back to that, what it was like for both of you and what maybe you learned and took from the highest of highs that year and the lowest of lows? 
<sighs> it's tough. It's tough, it's, I know. It's tough. It's tough. I just think it's tough because of the outcome, just really what we didn't want, uh, never wanted. Um, what I take from it, man, uh, we worked so hard to get there at first, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, especially my class coming in, being uh, Coach Lightfoot's first class, and he really, he really uh, drilling us that he wanted to change this program around. You know, him winning a hundred, what, hundred six games and six losses before he had came to UB. It was like a lot of pressure at first for him as well, but a lot of pressure for us just you know try to keep that streak going for him. You know, and uh, we worked so hard to get there, and just to see it slip, how the way it slipped, man, it just hurt. It hurt really bad. And uh, especially, you know, being in my hometown, I had, I had like close to like 150 family there and stuff like that. And we we're up big going in, in the second second half. And really what I really learned from it, you know, game of football, you know, momentum is is the biggest thing in, in football. You know, um, they came out of they came out of that second half and they, they just started rolling. And I feel like uh, a little bit we, we got a little complacent. Uh, with the lead that we did have in the second and in the first half, you know, we're, we're whooping their butt and then went to the locker room. And then, uh, it just, I feel like a little weight, you know, lifted off our shoulders. Like, Oh yeah, we got this one in the back. We got it in the back. Like the, the trophies coming back to Buffalo with us. And, and that second half changed and everything switched, man. It was, it was kind of like a slap in the face. Like, yeah, you just got to play, you know, the whole 60 minutes, all four quarters until, to that fat lady sing, it's not over. And I, I feel like that's that's really uh, where we went wrong in that season. And then uh, that bowl game, man, as well. We fought hard. We fought hard that, that game as well. It's just kind of like disappointing, man. Like I said, just a little two back-to-back things. You know, we haven't won a title since 08. And then we had a chance to do that. Blew it. And then we never had a, a bowl win. Uh, that year, and we we lost it that that time too. So it was just it was it was a lot uh, emotionally, but I you know I wouldn't trade it for the world to go. You know, with the guys I went to war with, you know, on a week to week basis, and just made made history. You know, at, at UB, and I wouldn't change it. Yeah, um, just to you know, just to continue what Cam Cam said. Uh, really, not not taking taking it. Uh, you know, taking it for granted, you know, because you go, you get so many chances, you know. You know, I'm I'm, I'm a junior right now, and I, and I haven't been back since my freshman year. And that summer, we really, like, we really, really worked hard. Like, it was it, it was brutal, you know, and we really worked for that, you know. Most school, most wins in school history. We, we wanted, we, we, we wanted to, uh, we wanted to definitely win, win that game, you know, but, but, you know, it didn't, and then, quite go our way but just not taking it for granted you know not not taking you know just you know meetings you know like just working out practice you know just wanting to be there and getting better every single day that's what that's what I I took from because you get so many chances to you know get those type of games in 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 a sense so I see on your shirt Jared uh one percent is that one percent better every day is that what that that signifies or yeah, man, one percent, man, one percent every day. Be, be, be a one percenter. You know, you want, you want to be different. You don't, you don't, you don't want to be, 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 be like an average Joe. Like, just be one percent every day. Mm-hmm. And I, it brings me to my next topic here because I've really noticed the synergy between the the UB football program and the Buffalo Bills. Last year at 
uh, I think it was camp or it might have been into the season. I think it was into the season. I saw Lance just walking the sidelines at Bill's practice, you know, talking to Sean after, after practice. There's, there's real, like, uh, a collaboration going on there. I mean, now that you're on that side of things, Cam, and, and from your perspective, Jarrett, I mean, what, what's it like to have that kind of relationship, you know, not only, like, you know, to have your coach be up there, but just, you know, to, to feel like you could kind of maybe be a part of things together in a city that I think that, you know, it's a cool thing for somebody from the city, I, I will say that. Uh, I feel like it's pretty cool to me, you know. Um, in my opinion, I feel like, uh, you know, uh, Coach McDermott and Coach Lightfoot, I think they're the same in uh, a lot of ways, how they teach different things, you know. Um, uh, back in UB, we was always taught, especially on the defensive side, of just doing your your job. Like, if you do your job and you can count on your men to do their job, then we should, we should be fine on that side of the ball. And, you know, you get to, you know, the, the Bills and we have 111th just doing the exact same thing. And, uh, you know, they try to drill into your head that everything is earned in, in both programs. Like, you have to work. You have to put in all that work to get your spot. You have to earn everything that you want. So uh, I feel like it's pretty cool because they're, they're like, one and the same, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really uh, – it's really nice to, to see uh, how much hard work that we put in where uh, this is possible for, you know, Coach Leipold and – Coach McDermott, you know, to be up there in the same, you know, same uh, stadium and stuff like that, chopping it up, because you know he sees Coach McDermott sees the guys that uh, you know UB has and we have been producing for the last couple of years. So I feel like it's a real good thing and it's really cool to see. Yeah, I think it's really cool to see too, man. We really, you know, in in their in their, in their backyard. And just really, you know, seeing, you know, being an outsider and just seeing, you know, what what the Bills have done, you know, I feel like the Bills have the best fans in the NFL. Like, I really, <laughs> I really think that. Just seeing that, you know, and, and I remember I went to a game, you know, last year, man. Their their fans are very intense, and and you and you and you, I feel like I, you would love to play for a team like that, just just off the fans. But I think it's really it's really cool just to see. Yeah. Jarrett, going into this season, what are some expectations that you have for yourself, that you have for the team? Uh, and, and then maybe do you have any individual goals that you're hoping to get accomplished in 2020? Uh, really, man, just being just, – just leading, you know, leading this team, you know, trying to, trying to get back to Detroit, you know, and get to uh, another bowl game and just, just build off of last year, you know. And I feel like we have a lot of, a lot of talent, you know, about – most of our guys come back on offense and defense. You know, this I feel like this is definitely going to be a special year. You know, it, we, you know, I just feel like, well, how we're attacking this this adversity right now. You know, the guys' attitudes and stuff like that. When when this thing rolling, when we get this thing rolling, it's going to be a special year for for the Bulls. Speaking on year expectations, Cam. I mean, going into year two, I know we're in a funny time here, but how much more? prepared do you feel like and how much did maybe in hindsight being able to kind of sit back you know on the practice squad and kind of watch how everything is done at the next level and kind of take your time bide your time how prepared did that make you going into year two here man I was telling um my girlfriend this the other day it's a blessing to disguise really you know you know how bad you want to come uh, you want to play at the next level right out of college and then this is basically like my redshirt year, but really wasn't my redshirt year, you know, because I had to be ready at any point uh, in case injury. But, you know, just being next to guys like Tredavious White, you know, Micah High, Jordan Poirier, 
uh, Levi Wallace and, you know, Taryn and all them type of guys, man, I just learned so much about the game that I didn't know, in, in, you know, in college. And I feel like my football IQ, you know, went up tremendously just sitting there watching all these guys, how they, you know, attack the week on game week, how they prepare, uh, how they, you know, go full speed, you know, at practice and how that correlates to the game on Sunday and stuff like that, man. And uh, it just got me so much ready and um, mentally wise, just, you know, I know what to prepare for. You know, I know how to go about my day. I have a set routine where, you know, I get up, I work out, I stretch, I do all this type of stuff and stuff like that. And uh, you got to have that routine, especially if you want to play, uh, you know, X amount of years, especially in this league, this grown man league. Uh, it's, it's not soft, you know, you know, it's a hard league, you know. So, um, yeah, I learned that a lot. And, you know, Lorenzo Alexander was the, the mode of just having that routine and sticking to it, especially all those years of him being in the league, you know, playing all them different positions, adapting, you know, to, you know, what his team needed and then, you know, the type of system he was in. And, uh, you know, just being there the whole first year in the practice squad, you know, I, I learned the playbook in and out, you know, especially how coaches want to see stuff played and how we expect to play it as a, as a defense. So uh, really that, that first year, that press squad year was really a blessing in disguise and I'm, I'm grateful for it. You know, Cam, you mentioned a lot of the defensive backs and there's a lot of continuity with the Bills just like there is with the Bulls going this year. But one new face is Josh Norman. Uh, what are your early thoughts or impressions on Josh Norman from what you've gathered? Uh, just him being in the Zoom means uh, I, I hate that I wasn't able to go down to Virginia and meet him in person, but uh, he's a real cool, cool guy, man, uh, a leader. Uh, another leader that, you know, we needed, you know, at the defensive back room, you know, just bring his knowledge, uh, you know, to, to the team. You know, he's, he's a savvy vet that, uh, you know, had a good career in uh, Carolina and he did some good things over there in, in Washington. But, you know, his knowledge and how he sees things and different things uh, where he was at different places, just it just uh, makes the room even better. You know, uh, being able to trust him, you know, we we're getting to that point where we're getting to know him. You know, a lot of guys on the on the defensive back uh, know him, like Dean Marlowe. He was in uh, Carolina with him. And uh, Bobby Babbis, you know, know him, you know, through the grapevine and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, he's just a cool guy, and he, and he fits right in. So, I feel like it's perfect, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, he, he likes to crack jokes just like we do. But when it comes down to business, he's ready to go. And, you know, I'm grateful he's on our team. Jarrett, you said that you you've been introduced to James Starks and Brandon Oliver. Yeah. So those are those are my guys right there. So you got to give me your impressions. <laughs> uh, I mean, going back to James Starks, like that was like so a little background. Like when I was going to UB, just getting in kind of journalism, I, I wasn't really. I, I covered like high schools out of school, so I I got to still kind of be a fan and and yeah. you know watch the Bulls and then you know watch the Bills at the time. And James Starks, when he is set, I mean, really. In the NFL, I mean, I can't remember uh, until Khalil Mack, obviously, a guy that made it on that kind of stage. And then he played in the Super Bowl and, you know, playoff games. And, like, the national coverage for, that, for, for James Starks was huge for, for Buffalo, as I remember. So what were your impressions of both those guys? Brandon Oliver is a beast, too. Yeah, when I met James Starks, he, he was just tall, <laughs> very tall. <laughs> but, you know, I remember he, 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 uh, he uh, came out, you know, to uh, – to Washington because they had the playoff game against the Redskins, you know. And he was that 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 cool, you know. He let he let us you know see him after the game at his hotel and just really talking to him, you know, about about you know 
you know, how, how, how his UB experience was and stuff like that. And, you know, me, me and Kevin Marks, you know, we have great relationships with, with, with Bo and, and uh, Starks, you know, to this day, you know, and just Bo, you know, Bo come up here, you know, every summer, you know, we work out together and just really, uh, just really, you know, train. And then I met, I met Bo probably when, when I think my junior high school and then seeing him with the, with the chargers and stuff like that, you know, just really picking their brains, you know, how, how's it, how, how to get to that next level, you know, how, how, how's it, how does it, how does you take your game to the next level, you know, at, at the running back position in the NFL and just st stuff like that. They help us with our game. You know, they, they, they uh, tell us, they, like we send them clips and they, they give us like little, little hints, you know, to take our games to the next level and stuff like that. Did, has Cam ever uh, laid a good hit on you in practice back in the day? Uh, yeah, not, but yeah, but Cam, Cam could definitely hit, man. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? He can definitely like, like most corners, like don't really like like contact, but Cam can do both. Like he can hit, he can he can he can lock you up. So that's I think that's what really makes Cam Cam so special. Yeah, that's that Detroit in me. <laughs> <laughs> that Detroit uh, pal, man. They used to have that bullet of ring when I was illegal back. You know, back in the day, it wasn't illegal. Well, back when I was you know playing, it mm -hmm. wasn't illegal. But man, we used to hit every day. And I used to hate it. I used to cry. And my dad used to say, stop crying and throw me back in there, man. So I, I just think that just made me, you know, like to hit sometimes. You know, sometimes I don't like it, but, you know, it has to be done. Um, Cam, you mentioned the, uh, the Virginia workout. And actually, that came on the heels of Josh and the offense getting, getting together in Florida. I mean, do you notice that those two kind of uh, chances that you guys got on both sides of the ball to get together – I mean, obviously, that just happened recently, and you, you've been in meetings today and whatever, but do you notice that those kind of things, you know, bring the team together in this, this time period? Most definitely, you know, uh, just being able to see, you know, guys face-to-face -face and, you know, going over a little, you know, different stuff, different situations. You know, the offense, I'm pretty sure they went over, you know, the plays and stuff like that, and, you know, we got Stephon Diggs recently, so it was good for him, you know, to be with the guys and, you know, uh, have Josh throw it to him, you know, Matt throw it to him and stuff like that, so – and then for us, you know, we got the, you know, rookies and, you know, Josh as well. He's the one that, you know, is, uh, brought up the idea to everybody to come down to Virginia. So it was pretty cool uh, for him to, you know, and, you know, invite us all and stuff like that. And it just helped. It only helps our team, you know, especially during this time. You know, uh, the Zoom meetings kind of get a little boring towards the end. You know, we were doing it for like nine, ten weeks. So you get that ninth week and that 10th week it's, it's kind of getting like repetitive type of deal because you're not playing football you know just to see guys you know uh, working out you know do a little formation wreck stuff like that uh, I just think it's going to help us in the long run especially when that season comes around I feel like half of your team has spent some part of their career in Carolina uh, <laughs> I joked about it with Dean Marlowe uh, a, a couple of months ago when he resigned, and I was like, man, it's starting to become kind of a prerequisite to get on this team, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, too. <laughs> but, you know, obviously big news in the division last night, Cam Newton heading to New England. Uh, as a cornerback, that, that's got to be kind of exciting because you grow up in this, in this league, watching this league, and he's been one of the best to do it over the past decade. You were down in Spartanburg uh, for the joint practices and the preseason game. What were your impressions of Cam Newton in those practices? 
Uh, it was pretty good. I, I I know he was getting back from shoulder shoulder surgery, I believe. So uh, I don't know if he was 100% healthy, but uh, just being out there and you know seeing him, uh, you know after that what 2015 MVP season mm-hmm. that he had, went to Super Bowl and stuff like that. That was my uh, that was my last year of high school, man. I was looking up to Cam, and then out there being with him, it was pretty cool. And you know. It's just Cam being Cam, you know, you know, he's an outgoing person, you know, funny guy and stuff like that. So, um, you know, he, he looked pretty good, but I don't think uh, we've seen a lot of him just because he was coming off, you know, sort of surgery and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to get healthy and uh, we're probably going to see a, a different Cam that we saw in Spartanburg. So, uh, you know, it's going to be fun, you know, to play him twice a year to see what he does in, uh, in New England. Jared, do you final question here? Do you run your own social media accounts, or do you have a social media manager? <laughs> nah, I run, <laughs> nah, I run my own. <laughs> You're, he's good on social media, man. I'm always impressed. I'm always impressed. Big time, man. <laughs> well, this has been an awesome conversation, guys. Thank you so much for taking the time. About 40 minutes here talking UB Bulls football and Bills football. Um, huge seasons coming up for both of you. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate you having me.